I'm about to feed them to the sharks right now. Get them hype right now. Yeah. You know the ground is our. Yeah. Everybody that trains, you know the game. Yeah. So let's get it. Uh. Slap it up, bump it, and roll. Hey. Yeah, that's the way that it go. Ain't no better way to better yourself in this game. You're feeling the growth. That's time on the mat. We put in the work. Believe it ain't easy, I know. You know. But we train for the love of the game, the love of the art. Now slap it up, bump it, let's roll. Let's roll. Welcome to this episode of the BJJ Campaign Podcast. My name is Jeff Boone. I'm an A3, purple belt, one stripe. Phil Kors, A2, purple belt, one stripe. Philly, let's talk about ADCC. What was your favorite match of ADCC? It's uh, a good question. It's been a minute now. Um, enjoyed watching all of Gordon's, except the one he didn't submit somebody. That was boring. Victor Hugo. Um the Rotulo match, probably the final. Fantastic. Super intense. Both Ty and Cade. The uh, the Cade PJ Barch match, did you watch that one? I think I missed that one because I didn't know who the other guy was. Dude, oh, PJ so Barch is Planet. He's really, really good. What I did was share an account. So I had to go later than I wanted to to start. So I didn't really watch on time. So I went back through the bracket. And if I knew people, I would watch their matches. So just so the audience knows, whenever someone else logs onto your account on Flow Grappling, it kicks you off of your account. It's kind of silly. Every <laughs> other uh, every other streaming app gets it. I mean, how do they get it right whenever they can't even get sound production right? And nobody else can do that. I don't know. I don't even know who my Netflix account. No, I do. Hager. It's Hager's account. I used to have a Netflix account back in the day, and there was like 33 people on that. <laughs> so, like, I don't know how, you know, the, the bigger companies do it, but. It's funny. Yeah. So, so yeah, if you get a chance, uh, go back and watch that Cade Rotolo, PJ Barch. Well, his and, his and uh, the Australian guy, uh, Lan- um, who's the Australian guy? Craig Small Jones. Guy. No, his coach. Huh? His coach or trained with him? Uh, Lachlan Joss. Lachlan Joss, yeah. His match was good. I did not see that one. That was the armbar one. Uh. They threw the leg over for an armbar. Uh. Like, actually really similar to what I did that time from Neon Belly in that competition. That looked ridiculous. He did it much better. Oh. Same idea. Makes sense. Because it wasn't Neon Belly. Lachlan was playing, like, inverted, basically, with his, like, feet up and arms out. Mm -hmm. He just grabbed the arm and threw the leg over his face. It was cool. You didn't see that one? I, I think I specifically told Why you that was I one not of the. See that one? I think I remember telling you that was one of the best matches. I will go back and watch it because that that's was good. That's yeah. good. But yeah, that Cade Rotolo uh, um, and PJ Barch. It was an f- excellent match and fantastic wrestling. And and God knows, those guys' cardio is off the charts because they were working hard the whole time. Now, when are you going to implement that hair into your game? Well, I'd have to get like a sideshow Bob uh, wig or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, no, maybe maybe that's what I'll dress up for in how is Halloween. Cater to I like that because it was <laughs> it was bouncing around, and I was like, that's got to be so distracting. <laughs> yeah, it's like hitting him in the eyes when he's trying to pass. Those guys are studs, man. Those guys are studs. Um, Did you see the um, speaking of ADCC that the whoever does all those stats or whatever did. Do you know what the Roger sweep is, by the way? The what? Roger sweep. Roger Gracie? Don't know. Just said Roger sweep. 
No, I have no idea. Okay. That. So this, whoever does the stats for all that stuff, I saw a post this morning on Facebook. Uh-huh. It was like the breakdown and the passing was like, uh, body lock, mm-hmm. half guard knee cut, mm-hmm. half guard pressure, like 99% and like 1% other. No like shit. That, that's how, if you're passing the guard, half guard pressure, half guard knee cut, body lock. I mean, those are all the, I mean, that's what. And I've, submissions was like rear naked choke primarily. Mm-hmm. I think. Arm bar. Arm bar was second. Yep. And then less heel hooks. And there's been less heel hooks every year since, or every event since 17. Well, it's because people are getting better 17, at them. They're 19, not ignoring them. 22, yeah. It's gone down quite a bit. Yeah. They're, yeah. I mean. Well, it's interesting to say not, or like they're not ignoring them, but like, and then there's less of them while people have been training them more. Well, yeah, that stands to reason, doesn't it? does now that I said it out loud. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I felt like I want to argue the same point that I had, yeah. but, uh, yeah, but no. now I feel like you yeah. just clarified that point. Yep. We're good. Moving on. Okay. Uh, <laughs> when I first read it, I was like, oh, it's interesting. I didn't think that many people were doing them back then, but I think everybody who did do them had success. Yeah. So now I get it. And I just figured they yeah. can't ignore it anymore. I mean, there was a lot better leg lock defense. I, I mean, mean they, but... Uh, well, I guess, yeah. So what they said, they called it upper body submissions and lower body submissions. So mm-hmm. yeah, it was like two thirds upper body. Um, so that gap is closed because it was mm-hmm. all rear naked. What was it before? Bars. Did they show it before? Yeah. The 17 one. Um, it was. Or 19. It was closer. I don't know. I 19. Don't know was, I saw this post. Yeah. 19 was probably, probably the highest. I would say 19 was probably the highest on the 17. leg. Really? Yeah, it's gone down. Every leg locks have gone down. Well, that's in, weird because success I, since seventeen. Uh, that was huh. when Gordon first won, isn't it? Seventeen. Yeah. Yep. I don't think I'm on your Wi-Fi, so. Hmm. Okay. We no. No it. worries. I mean, I, I'll look it up. But that that's very interesting. I would have thought. Did you get AT and T? Yeah. Yeah. Fiber. Okay. That's why I'm not on your Wi-Fi. That explains it. It's the same, but I've got to say, it's still the Bunarosa. It's the same thing. Just connect to it. It'll, it'll automatically. It's okay. But, um, but anyway, that's, uh, yeah, that's very interesting to me. I would have figured, the passing I would have figured 19 would have been more and, and this year would have been less. I would have figured 19 would have been, uh, maybe well, not because so 2017, was, they were really hard, but that's whenever they did all the EBIs and all that stuff with the heel hooks. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was close. It was, and Eddie Cummings it was like was 22. I'm making the numbers up, but it was like 22 heel hooks in uh, 17, 20 and 19 and like 17 this year. Like it wasn't huge. It wasn't offs, a big, okay. But it was a little bit less. Every, it, the, 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 it's on the decline. Okay. Okay. Um, I thought the most impressive performance. Oh, sorry. But my whole point about uh-huh. that was just how, um, how only... Uh, the only passes with success was the the tight passing. Yeah, like you. But that I mean, I guess that makes sense. You're not gonna like Toriando any of those people. Yeah, but don't you think? Um, don't you think that 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 what else lo- is there? Oh, it was interesting. They were all from half guard though. But I guess you're gonna have to make that smash. Like, Joey said the crucifix is illegal in ADCC. What? That's what I said. Well, I mean, no gi crucifix is not. Uh, uh, Illegal? I don't, I don't know why that would be. I have, I don't know either. So you could still twister somebody, but you can't crucifix them? That seems weird. 
I know there was a twister submission in one of the ADCCs. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Huh. Yeah, no geek crucifix. So well, so what? Well, it's just stupid. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, that's I it. I mean, I don't disagree with that. Yeah. So, who did you think had the most impressive performance? Um, Probably the guy from New Wave that I don't remember his name. Nobody knows. Giancarlo G- or whatever. Giancarlo just because nobody Baldini. knows who he was. Nobody was expecting him to win. Yeah. Yeah, he was, he was very good. I, I Mine simply because this kid looks like he's 12 years old. And, and apparently Cade Rotolo's younger than he is. The baby shark kid? The baby shark, yeah. Yeah, I figured he was going to win when he would, was like dominant in that WNO we watched. Yeah. No, it was, I mean, but still, even that, I mean, the, he, that was top notch. I mean, he had some, uh, who was it that he beat? Gabriel Souza. I well, that I mean, that guy's a stud. I mean, he, he's he's really he was a Toro. Good, shout out Toro one. champ. Uh, oh, that's right. Yeah, beat that's Gavin and that his brother Corby. That's, that's funny. Um, but yeah, yeah, that was that was impressive. It was a good match. That wasn't as impressive a match as with Baby Shark. I mean, it was still good. It was really good, and he he did fantastic. But all of his matches leading up to that, where he was just getting in dominant positions and strangling people. Yeah. Um, the, the Giancarlo guy, Don Her made a post the other day I was reading and he only missed one match by submission. And it was like close. Like he, mm-hmm. if he had a little more time. He thinks he would have got it. Yeah. Uh, and I just, I would go with him just cause he's kind of like a breakout person where yeah. you're not really expecting it. Um, didn't he win? Um, did, did he win Nogi Worlds too? I don't know. I feel like he did. I um I don't know. I know it maybe not. The post though. made it read like he was a gi person or whatever and like leg locks were a weakness for him when he tra- when mm-hmm. he switched over, I believe. Mm-hmm. It could be confusing that with Marigali. Or leg locks were a weakness for him, or mm-hmm. maybe both. But they got up to speed apparently pretty quick. Um <laughs> yeah. That was an impressive and hearing performance how good because I don't follow gi competition and Joey's like you don't watch the gi competition I was like no never it's he's boring. like why I was like advantages he's like fair yeah yeah <laughs> but it's I'm terrible. like I don't like watching it so I don't really follow anything in the gi Mary Golly was only an interesting one in the gi and he's not competing IBJJF anymore so to hear how good he was in the gi is, I mean it's not shocking because he's very good without it but um. To know, like, you never really trained it and be able to kind of pick it up this fast uh, and, and transition, especially because they're saying, like, he was, like, a lasso guy. So, like, grip-dependent more than... Budini was? No, Marigali. Marigali no, was, like was a lasso for sure, guy, yeah. You know? So, like, you're... For sure he was. It's not just, like, the smoothest transition because there's no more sleeves. Yeah. So, uh, that's super impressive. Um, but... I guess probably to me because I expected him to do good just because I keep hearing the name and I he beat Lovato and stuff like that. It's less surprising where the other guy never heard of before. And- yeah, but still not less impressive though. You know, I mean, with again mm-hmm. six months and did you see the post that that Donaher put out on that mm-hmm. where he said that he you know he was injured and he had to do do training camp for the Gee Worlds too. Mm-hmm. You know, during that time, I mean, that's crazy. Yeah. So, you know, he, I think he's only all one the B team not guys? on steroids in that whole thing. Oh, yeah, probably. 
You think he's on steroids? Oh, I would say he doesn't look like it. Like everybody else is obviously on them. Yeah. But he doesn't look like he's on steroids. No, not really. Hmm. Who knows? But what about the B team people losing? I mean, that's their thing. Did you did you see Greg, Greg Jones's no. post? You know, the Conor McGregor uh, line. I'm I'm not here to take part. I'm here to take over. Okay, yeah. He said, "We're not here to take over. We're here to take part." <laughs> <laughs> he looked really good looked great. until the the other guy just Conor, yeah, smashed um, him. Yeah, that was a boring match. That was a boring match. But was, what are you supposed to do? You're winning. Um, don't like watching Nicky Rod. I found out he just waits for five minutes and then he wrestles when it's in the points. And then mm-hmm. that was it. Did he submit anybody? Do we know? Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm he pretty did? sure he did. Okay. Yeah. I thought he would be more entertaining because yeah, like his whole sure. thing is being like explosive and stuff like that. That was, uh, boring. Yeah. Surprisingly like predictable when it started. I'm like, I hope he doesn't wait five minutes and wrestle as soon as there's points. And then he did every yeah. time. I missed, yeah. I think, the first couple matches of his, though. His first two, maybe. Um, but Another breakout match that, uh, did you see that? Heisen Rita, uh, Armbard Cyborg. I saw the highlight. That was that. really, I mean, that was a quick match. I mean, it was, yeah, that was impressive. Um, trying to think other breakout. I see everybody stopped uh, questioning Gordon. Oh, you see Felipe, uh, Felipe Pena didn't do the absolute. Or I'm sorry, he didn't do his medal match because he said he wanted to do the absolute. Uh-uh. Yeah, he didn't show up for like the um, third, fourth place match or whatever. Really? Yeah, he didn't do it because he said he wanted to focus on the absolute and then he lost to Rotulo. That's so weird. Is it? Or is it like what he keeps doing? No, I mean, it's not weird for him, but it's just weird. It. I mean, it would seem kind of predictable for him. Right. That's what I, yeah. Like, it's on the, as he's getting described, it's, it's like character of of what he's doing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think, I think that, um, I think that he mentally took a hit in competition after that competition with Gordon. I think that his mindset wasn't what it was before. Which, I mean, that would be understandable. Maybe. I don't think he thought he could beat him before that match. No, I agree. I agree with that. I don't know if he really took that hit. Hmm. What you're saying. I don't think he expected to win. I think that's why he took 10 to 1 odds. Yeah. I think that's why he took 10 to 1 odds. I mean, for him to do it. Cause like he was offered like two to one or something. Yep. Three, I mean, does one. he have 10,000 bucks to piss away? I don't know how much are steroids. I mean, <laughs> well, I mean, he'd already pissed away 10,000 bucks <laughs> on steroids, obviously. Cause he got popped uh, by IBJJF and suspended from a competition with them for a year. How does IBJJF catch you? I don't know. <laughs> Did he do him on the podium? Is that what he did? Yeah. Shot up on the podium? Yeah. I don't know. Um, I don't don't think he... I wouldn't say he took it because I don't think he expected to win. Hmm. Like, he might have thought he might win. 
But I think if there was 10 matches, he's losing at least nine times. Mm -hmm. Yeah, where are all the Gordon Ryan naysayers now? No, they're making fun of his hairline is what he said. In front of his hairline? He's got a beautiful head of hair. He must be losing his hair because he said on, Come on. Uh, on the Rogan podcast. You listen to the new one he did, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's where he said that. So Did he really? I don't I People are after, must he beat, have been after like, he beat Pena, people are just running out of things to say. And then um I heard a couple people say, like, oh well he didn't submit Galval like right in the beginning with the heel hook. And it's kinda like Okay. It's true. It is true. At the same time, like What do you think Galval was working on the whole time? Have to. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, Dean Lister went up there and trained with him for that. Oh, really? No, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He was he was uh, helping him with leg lock defense. Mm-hmm. So, no, I mean, I think uh, I think it's funny or cool or whatever that all their arguments are over with now. Like the yeah. the posts are very like respectful, I guess, at this point for mm-hmm. for both sides. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know who competes with them next. And it's like, it's tough because you just have to wait, I guess. Because can't even be somebody like Mikey who's maybe technically as good, but right, like, sure. you know, he's half his size. So what well, are you going to do? Plus Mikey's doing that one championship. Him and uh, uh, who's he going up against? Did you see that match announcement? I heard him talk about it on Rogan. If it's for like a one belt or whatever, uh-huh. after whatever surgery. Yeah, had, I, can't, yeah. I cannot remember. But I just mean like anybody could be as good, but then you also have to be 230 pounds or you have no chance. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's tough. I don't know if he gets knocked off before he retires. Well, I mean, look, if, if the Rotolos get on the supplements, maybe you know, those kids, they're only 19, right? Right yeah, now. Something like that. They're maybe, 19 yeah. right now. If, if, but from 19 to 25, you look at Gordon. But does that game transition into 230 pounds? Oh yeah, I think so. Don't you? Running around the head like that? Dude, I don't know, man. I can't I can't wait till they get on those supplements. I think the game has to switch. Nah. I think Gordon's game fits it because it's all slow, controlling uh like pressure. Rasulos yeah. is more uh pacing and and like quick and like taking advantage of like like the arm bar on Lachlan was a very quick arm bar. Mm. And somebody who's 230 pounds can do it, but like, I don't know if they can run around while Lachlan's inverted for eight minutes first. Yeah. Cause he, they do not. Gordon was talking about that too on the same podcast. They don't stop. They just keep the pressure. They do not run stop. around right to the head. And anytime an arm comes out, they shoot that, uh, Darce. one of those arm triangles. Yeah. No, you're right. You're, I mean, I would think, so I think the game going to change, but they're only 19 and they're awesome. So like, yeah. I'm sure they can change. Yeah. That's a good point. Maybe they'll just get on steroids and then they'll be yeah, done. That's the one. That's what I want to see. That's what I'm pumping up. I mean, <laughs> Gordon was 170, what, five years ago? Yeah, that's so, what I was saying. Yeah, that's exactly what yeah. I was saying. Okay, yeah, good point. Like, they're tall enough. Yeah, for they're, sure they're like, they are. They look tall and skinny. So. It, uh, I don't know how tall they are. Maybe They're at least six foot. They're, they're six foot, I yeah. think so, yeah. Because yeah, they, yeah. they look tall with the arms. And Unless Ty have, looks a little thicker than Cade. Yes. Okay. Um, yeah, he was in the weight division up, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just going by the fact that they have like super long arms and like they use all their length. I'm assuming they're at least like a little over six foot. Yeah, I would think so. I would think so. I don't see anybody like five, seven. No. Running around. 
No. Keep it uh-uh. arm's length. I don't think that ain't, I don't think that's going to work very well. No. Hmm. All right. So anyway, on to the Gordon Ryan update. Gordon Ryan update. Oh, man. <laughs> so, well, uh, you know, he is on his Instagram. I follow him on Instagram, obviously, but uh, he took a little time off. They went from like Colorado to I think Wyoming or Montana, one of the two. Went to Yosemite, I think. Okay. Uh, but it did show him uh, having a beer, which I'd never seen him post before, and uh, drinking Jack Daniels to celebrate. First, yeah, his first his first vacation in however long since he's been training. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, you gonna retire again? No, I don't think so. MMA or the gi? Mm, it, oh, I think eventually he'll compete in the gi. Yeah, I think I think hundred percent. I think I mean, MMA would be a terrible choice for him. He's not gonna do MMA. He's he's our the only way he would do, have done MMA is if he hadn't have brought along the money that he's getting for mm-hmm. his matches now. That's the only reason he would have gone to MMA. You know, so Yeah. I feel like MMA would be a stupid choice when you can just kind of build up and have a good long run. It's like the best ever. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And he, he feels like his peak is not going to be till he's 35. I mean, I, I think he's probably right about, I think that that's when the decline starts to happen. And I think that is about the peak. I mean, I'm at my peak and I'm 51. That's true. That is true. <laughs> <laughs> um, I disagree completely with that. You don't think? I'm not saying it's impossible. Do you think he's reached his peak? Because I don't. I'm going to say yes only because I think he... Interesting. I don't think the peak is like going to be a physical one. I think it's going to be he's bored. Oh, I, no. I don't... I, I think you underestimate his mindset. Maybe. I think you underestimate... I think you underestimate that he was not happy with his performance because he didn't submit everyone. Okay. I think once everybody... Once this this discussion's over as far as I'm concerned for like now people may say like oh he's the best nogi grappler and there's no real point in him trying to argue against that because mm-hmm. he chose his yeah. path right right so like that discussion's over so now I feel like after a year or two it's like um I think the complacency or boredom is going to happen and like he had an 11 second submission right so now mm-hmm. you're probably not going to top that. You know what I mean? Because no. like people already know what yeah, to do. Yeah. Everybody's getting yeah. better defending. The leg locks are the only thing that happens in five seconds. That's what, yeah. I've, been, that's what I've been saying for a while. It's like True. why that was eye opening to me when we went to that event and I watched the matches. I'm like, this is the only way you can lose in 10 seconds. Mm-hmm. And I've done it personally. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I'm like, you know, now next, next time, there's just probably going to be this situation where people just don't engage momentarily to not get caught in 11 seconds. So you're not going to get that highlight submission right off the bat next time anyway, because nobody's going to want to walk into it and be the repeat. You know what I mean? Yeah. So but that's you what I like about, uh, ADCC is that they really do that. I mean, they're warning them the whole time. Sure. That, but nobody's you know? going to get caught in 11 seconds ever again to him mm-hmm. that way. I'm so not going to rule I, it out. I don't think... What? I'm not going to rule it out. Okay. I don't think he'll ever top the performance he just had. 
I think you'll submit everyone in the next one. Maybe. But either way, my point is is just that it it's not like I think his decline will come because there's no more challenges. Again, that's where I think you underestimate his mindset on the challenge. I mean, his grind. Do you do you not think he would have been bored by now if he didn't prove like he didn't? Yeah, he, did. he didn't beat Galvao. He didn't beat Pena. He just did. He just. Did. I know, but he pr- he actually gets in arguments on the internet with people. I love that about him. Yeah. But like the type of person who's going to do that now, he's proved his point. There is no more that argument's gone. Now it's just like where are you all time, and there's just he knows he's not going to change people's Maybe mind. Maybe right. I don't think you I are. think that boredom comes now that he's beat everybody. There is no more like like Galvao's not going to ask for a rematch. <laughs> no, you know, no. so like Pena's probably no, Galvao was. Let's just let's just be honest. He might have taken a. Uh, bull's level of testosterone yeah. before that because he had zero neck. Yeah, <laughs> that was the funny part about that match where the the ref was like, you know, when Gordon was on his back trying to choke him, and the the ref was like, you got to do something. He's like, the guy's got no fucking neck. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, he has no neck. It's hard to choke it. Yeah, you know. Um. But anyway, I would just assume he gets bored, and then and then that's going to be his downfall. And then all of a sudden there's going to be somebody who is that good. Maybe that guy shows up before the ADCC and they have a competitive match, but his only competitive match, in my opinion, was Pena and probably only competitive because he chose to make it look that way. Yes. If they have a rematch and he chooses to go about it differently, then I think it's even more likely that he just runs out of challenges. Yeah. He decisively is beating people. And then I wonder at what point, is his is his unbeaten streak become more important than proving, right? I, I don't know. Is I mean, his unbeaten streak's already longer than anyone else's unbeaten streak ever, right? In no green grappling, at a certain point, like, and if he's going to be waiting two years in between matches, at a certain point, does it just become like I'm going to stop because I don't want to lose? I want to leave my I want to leave unbeaten. Um, mm. I'm not getting matches in between or, you know, whatever it is. I mean, at this point, I don't think I'll have a hard time getting matches because nobody's going to go in expecting to win. Mm-hmm. True. True. I don't know. It's a good, it's a good question to ponder and, you know, we'll just have to stay tuned to see. So the, like, I know he's going to, or he's talked about having a school and stuff too. And that seems to be the the time that people transition away from being the serious competitors. Cause you don't really seem to be able to do both. Can't really teach and have students and worry about other people. And well, I think he already teaches though. Yeah. But if he, the pattern seems to be like the younger people do better cause they just only do that. Mm. And as soon as you start doing other things, you just lose that, that edge. Cause somebody is only doing that. Yeah, but but look, I mean, how hard is it to open up a school? I mean, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure there are probably challenges involved with opening up a school, right? But, I mean, they've been in Austin how many years now? One and a half? I don't even think that long, but. Okay, what my point is, if they wanted to have a school open by now, don't you think they would have? No, Gordon on Joe Rogan said he wants to open his own school and teach one day, and that's why he wants to learn, partially learn in the gi and stuff. I know. I know, but when's one day? I don't know. Okay. 
Yeah, I don't know. I My mean, whole argument is not that he can't do it. It's that I think at a certain point, there's diminishing returns, unless his only interest is money, but still he's going to make more money teaching. Like, he would promote his material by winning matches. Mm. He's won all of them in all of the different submissions, except the Philistine. And what is so, true? He just doesn't know about the high percentage finishes. So, <laughs> so like, at a certain point, the, the Did they have make guillotine money. in that, or was that in they were no next drag strangles? No, there were no guillotines. There were no guillotines. Uh, Craig wow. Jones got one, actually, but there were none in the the thing. It was just no kidding. chokes, okay, heel hooks, and uh, arm bars. Interesting. Okay, no triangles either in that thing. Actually, mm, that I mean, I get that. Yeah, guillotine. There was only I only saw Craig Jones do a guillotine though, arm in on the ground. Up and a lot of times the triangles are finished with arm bar anyway. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. So. Hmm. But yeah, I just think he moves on to do something else before he actually falls off. I think he could do it till he's 35, but like, I just, I think he decides something else is worth part of that time. And the people, it seems like the people who dedicate themselves to like train to get to that level know when they're not doing it anymore. And then they'd rather not do it at all than do it at a, like lower level, like 50% effort or whatever yeah. it is, you know? Yeah. Which I agree with. And I uh-huh. think that's the pattern. Yep. Like, like Marcelo and, and all those other people, when they open a school, I think they kind of shift away from competing and shift towards helping other people. It makes sense. It does make sense. Well, cause you have to be selfish whenever you're the athlete and selfless whenever you're the coach. Right. So yeah. and yeah. Tom DeBosch just made a post about it. I guess he only retired from competing like two years ago, but he had a similar post. Yeah. Makes sense. That does make sense. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, the other thing, did you, the most hilarious part of that, uh, Gordon Ryan, Joe Rogan, I thought was whenever he talked about Danaher and Danaher goes, yeah. um, Gordon, what do you think about this internet? Wi-Fi. Yeah. Wi-Fi. Yeah. He was like, it's good. It's good. <laughs> well, I can just watch it on my phone. I'm like, that's so freaking weird. Yeah. So weird. <laughs> yeah. oh, that was God. that was really funny. Yeah, that was very comical. So, where are you uh, training next month? I will be down uh, at Henzo Gracie Austin with doing Tuesdays and Thursdays. I will be training at six thirty a.m. in the Gi with Marigali. Is that seven thirty here or five thirty here? Seven thirty here. Okay, that's not terrible. Yeah, it's terrible. It takes a lot you. for me to get up at that time. <laughs> uh, so, and then, um, and then, which class would that be again? I got distracted by the time. That's ski. It's ski. Yeah, Marigali's teach Tuesdays and Thursdays. Marigali teaches ski at six thirty a.m. And then ten a.m. is first no ski with Danaher. And then uh, um, six p.m. is the second no ski with Danaher. So I'm. Um, so that's the Monday through Friday schedule is three times a day on Tuesday, Thursday, two times a day on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and then uh, open mat at either B team or Henzo Gracie Austin on Saturdays and Sundays. You think you're still going to train on the weekends? Yeah. That's crazy. It's yeah. a lot of time. Hey, they got stem cells there. I might just go for the full body stem cells while I'm just there. That weighs too well. Before you leave and before you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shoot me up. 
Yeah. All right. That'd be interesting. Um, you got more than one bed for all the naps you're going to take in between? Yeah. Good. Yeah. Well, it's only me and Roland now. Mm -hmm. And then Elijah's coming up um, mid-month, and then Brian Reedy's coming up at uh, three weeks in whenever he's going to the Formula One race. Okay. Just for, he'll probably just train a day or two there. Yeah. But yeah. So that's, um, yeah, that's, and then the 15th is that Chris Howder seminar at the, at the Gracie Humida Cedar Park, which is Tim Kennedy school. So. Did Nick pause? Did it pause? Nick said he's leaving. If you want to say goodbye. You yes. Just, you just hit record again if you don't. Is that pause? Looks like it's moving. Oh. You unpaused it. Yeah, you can hear it. Okay, That's we're good. good. Yeah, Nick, so we we're, say goodbye to Nick. Yeah, my nephew was here, his lovely wife and the kids. Um. Oh yeah, so that the Chris Howder seminar. seminar. Yeah, that's yeah. gonna be fun. Um, I'm trying to think, what else? I'm stoked about eating Terry Black barbecue and Franklin barbecue. Those are two really famous barbecue joints in Austin. Okay, cool. Yeah, and I'm going to be uh, a sober October and B uh, doing carnivore the whole time. Hmm. I'm going to be also be doing Sober October. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> uh, we'll not do carnivore, though. Do you consider eggs part of carnivore? It, it is part of carnivore. Even though it's not meat. Eggs and cheese are part of car- carnivore. Yeah. I mean, as Sean Baker, the Dr. Sean Baker, he's the one. What who, about milk? Uh, yeah, cream. Heavy cream, son. He would do, He would allow milk in his... I'm, well, I'm doing heavy cream. Yeah, yeah. He does... Yeah, he does all the... He's big on the raw dairy too. Most people are. Yeah. 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 Um, so yeah, that's it. It's, it makes me laugh and I'm not going to go down the thing, but every once in a while I'll come across somebody who will like kind of not even like aggressively say it, but like they'll say, Hey, try some raw milk. And the comments were like, you'll just see like 14 people and I'll be like, yeah, if you want to die, you know, and it's the reaction to it's funny to me. And the most sensitive stomach in the world here, I've had it's the only it. only milk you can drink. I've had it, and I have not died. <laughs> there have been times I have not finished a bowl of ice cream. Yeah. You know? So, like... Oh, you should start making ice cream with raw milk. Oh, that would be a good one. I don't know how to make ice cream. It's Molly's Dude, department. it's kind of the easiest thing in the world, isn't it? I mean, I've never made it. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> of course. But, like, I've seen videos of it, and there's, okay. like, what is it? Uh, I don't know. like you could do like if to avoid sugar, you could do that monk fruit sweetener and then uh, salt and raw milk. I think that's all it is. I think that's how you make it. Good. So I have no idea though. Honestly, yeah, yeah. It's, the lactose free ice cream kind of ran its course too. I just don't even like it that much anymore. There's lactose. What's what's in lactose free? It's got to be terrible shit for you. Who cares? Yeah. That's got to be terrible I shit went, for I you. I sent you the picture of it at that time. It was keto ice cream, basically, too, is, is what they... There's a couple different marketing avenues they took. Keto, lactose-free, dairy-free. Um, yeah, but keto doesn't have to be lactose-free. Okay, well, they called it keto ice cream because there were no carbs, I guess. 
Yeah, no, I get the keto ice. The first time, the first couple times I had it, it was really good. But like, it's one of the things where it's not the real ice cream, so it's just not that good. So Mm -hmm. it's just kind of not really worth eating it anymore. I, you know, yeah, I'm running out of snacks at this point. I'm on like RX bars. Is like what I'm saying. Oh, those are great. Yeah, they have 14 peanuts in them, so they need to be metered. What are you? The peanuts, uh, there's there's a tolerance limit with peanuts for me, too. Is there really? Oh, yeah. All nuts. Yeah. Which sucks, because when I first found peanuts, was one of the first things I started eating when I, like, tried to not only eat trash. So I was like, oh, let me try peanuts. And I was like, oh, these are really good. And then I ate, like, the whole container. And then I learned That I sounds like you. I can't do that. Yeah. 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 Sounds like something. I hate moderation. <laughs> I hate <laughs> it so much. moderation. <laughs> you, I can eat eggs, though. Like, there is no limit with that yeah. I've, had, I've had like there'll be a day where i'll have like 12 like so i'll mm-hmm. have like tw- four for breakfast four for lunch and four for breakfast the next day so mm-hmm. like within a 24 hour period i'll have like a dozen and mm-hmm. i don't seem to have the same effects as eating other things i've been doing the, i've been doing the 24 hour fast too really <laughs> yeah you like it yeah i do are you losing weight why what? are you doing carnivore just to train right just well just because i'm gonna have to like i'm whatever I'm You're gonna, gonna have, have to take to it to the next level. If you plan on training. Yeah, yeah, I mean to take the inflammation, lack of inflammation to the next level. I'm gonna have to. Mm-hmm. I mean, there, there's just no way around it. If I, You're not I, really gonna be able to roll much. Shut your mouth. You're not. I'll roll. I don't know how the class set up. Once is. a day. I don't see you keeping that. Yeah, yeah, because it can be easy. It can be easy. Mm-hmm. I'd be curious. You should keep a log. And like, not like writing instructions down, but I'd be mm-hmm. curious to see like, if you wrote it down, like what you did, like just gee sweeps from like lasso today and I rolled or didn't roll. Like, I'd be curious that if you could I'll look do to, that. to do that, to like look back later to see how much, how much you did. And like how it compares to a BGG normal month. Notes. Yeah, just like yeah. not detailed, but just like quick little points about like what your your day to day kind of look like for this month because uh-huh. it's a it's a you know different kind of month or whatever. I I would be curious to look back at that um, when you're done. Yeah, I, that's actually a good. Idea. What other what other ideas should I? What other what other things should I uh, really document on this? Because I've been thinking about that. You know, I think you'll know it when you see it. Um, like I think certain things that they'll do down there will be a little different uh-huh. um, that you'll take away. I think you'll find drills and stuff you like, like the arm For drag sure drill that. that I forgot. Yeah. You know, yep. I'm curious to see how they like do a curriculum versus like what we do. Uh-huh. Um, I'm curious to see what. Well, you won't really know, but I would be curious to see what they if it looks today like it did right before ADCC, or if they are now on like a different. Um, kind well, of set up as before. Big, well, I will say this. I will say this because this is what um, Gordon and Danner says, say after every big competition, like after last ADCC, ADCC he said uh, that they work on skill acquisition. So meaning they're going to develop new stuff, uh, whatever the next mm-hmm. instructional is going to be. Yeah. That's what they're going to develop now, which is what one of the, things that factored into this time i mean it wasn't a mistake that this timing was kind of how it worked out you know Mm -hmm. for for that but because i wanted to see that 
evolution of that new acquisition of skill where they feel like there's deficit. I mean, hopefully it's one of my strengths that they're going over, but <laughs> doubtful. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what it would be because you, I mean, they you might could be say, going into the guillotines. Who knows? You could say, uh, you could say wrestling would be their biggest weak point, but like at a certain point, like there's a really diminishing, like that doesn't seem to be a thing to spend a lot of time on. Cause if you do it Gordon did, you just lift up your leg and let somebody throw you to the ground. Then you've defeated the whole yeah. wrestling. Like you don't need it. Yeah, that's right. So that would if be you're the, better positionally in the grappling positions, you don't have to worry about wrestling. And Donaher has been making a lot of posts about taking the takedowns to a next level by not doing the traditional judo and not doing the traditional wrestling. Salon uh, guys. Oh, and and finding a, a balance, um, or or not a balance, but finding what works better for the submission threats that you have to deal with. Mm-hmm. Where it's a little different. Mm-hmm. I would assume that that is the obvious one um, where there's a a skill deficit, but I just don't know if that's worth it. Have they really, have they done an instructional on guillotines yet? Yeah. Front headlock one was one of the first ones. Front headlock, that's right. Okay. The whole position, or I think that's where he would have covered that. Okay. I mean, he hasn't reached out to me yet. Well, um, I don't know why, but yeah. Yeah. So... Locking down that philatine. Mm-hmm. Uh, separate news, MMA is Bo Nickel last night. I just watched this match. I don't know if it was a minute or not, but beautiful setup for triangle and excellent technical triangle that he did. So he's going to be in the UFC. And he's already in. I think he signed. Yeah, that's what I mean. He, uh, he got yeah. the contract for it. So, uh, um, yeah, I mean, apparently he's been working on jiu-jitsu a lot, that, which is incredible because having a, you know, top five guy in the world in wrestling that actually is doing jiu-jitsu and, mm-hmm. and picking it up, is that's going to be a real threat for for everyone in the UFC. He's going to take it by storm. Yeah, that's what I was reading comments about the other day because all the Dagestani wrestlers or whatever the, have been the the – talk I guess of the UFC and then a lot of people were saying that they wouldn't be able to perform at the Olympic level like these guys can yeah but it, the, the the difference and I get that argument but I think the main difference with that is is their grappling has always been for MMA mm-hmm. you know what I mean yeah. like it, it yeah. that's what they focused on so okay that yeah I mean it's not a separate sport it is a mix of martial arts, mm-hmm. but that, that again, the, the takedown to guard pass, takedown to whatever. I mean, that's been their focus all along. So what if they can't do a freestyle wrestling match? You know, mm-hmm. um, they're they're certainly certainly world class MMA wrestlers, so in, in top tier. So I don't know that that really matters. I think they look for arguments to make on those kinds mm-hmm. of things. It makes it interesting. Um, what else? I mean, obviously, uh, you know, like we've said before, taking notes, doing that. But I, I do think that I'm want to, uh, I'm, I'm going to uh, 
note more of you know my uh my physical well-being there whenever you know how how tolerant i will be to that because let's be honest i mean what we just got through uh a week of origin camp where we were training i don't know four five five hours a day oh i thought you're gonna say times a day um yeah yeah each class is like a each class was an hour and 15 yeah um so yeah right right under four and if you rolled maybe it went up to five so yeah, yeah, between four to five hours a day, I would say. Um, I felt great during that week. I did too. But that was also the least I've ever rolled at the camp and the most I've ever drilled. Having said yeah. that, I don't do any of the stuff that I learned. Um, I, I've taken uh, several things. Um, but I do still remember much more than I ever have going yeah. back. Um so, yeah, that's why I'm more interested in, well, I think, and the notes was more for like how often you train and just like looking back at it more than like remembering the techniques or anything. No, no, exactly. Because um, I think you'll pick up a lot of stuff, obviously, going to all the classes, but I think kind of just getting into your practice for retirement of training full time is, is what you're going to learn. <laughs> Two years from now, Phil. Two years. <laughs> Two years it's from twenty two years. Uh, seventeen. Yeah, <laughs> it's always two years yeah. now. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm I'm looking forward to the adventure. We're not driving now; we're flying, which is way better. Mm. Yeah, I just couldn't do that drive. You really had me going that you were going to drive down for a while. I, I know you had me. I know. I had me. I th- I was convinced I was going to, and as time got closer, I was like, I can't do that. <laughs> Just buy a car on Craigslist when you get there and then, you know, leave it. What's that? Buy a car on Craigslist when you get there and just leave it down there. <laughs> I just rented a car for the month. Going out with it. So, uh, so what else, what else, Philly? Anything else you got for me? No, no, no. I'm looking forward to hearing about the trip. Yep. And then, uh, maybe a one week trip at some point in the future. We'll see if we can't get a little, uh, Microsoft teams, uh, Gordon Ryan interview. It's going to be my, it's going to be towards the end of the month. You should do some stuff with Roland if you can get him to talk while you're there. I'd be curious to hear his take because he runs a school and stuff and like what he thinks is different that he likes. Ah, uh, maybe we'll do that as a recap when we come back. You can, but I would try to get him on some stuff while you're fresh. You have a month. Okay. Well then we'll just download teams and we'll get all that going. I don't know what teams is. Teams. The, like it's like Zoom. Oh, okay. Yeah, Microsoft Teams. It's free. Well, how did you do the other ones that we've done before? You Zoom, recorded them on your phone? Zoom was good. No, no, no. You just did them on your phone, and we've uploaded the, the audio. Oh, yeah. I could do the audio. I would just have, like, little quick ones with Roland, like five minutes. Okay. Oh, that's a good idea. Like, just, yeah, not not like a whole thing. Just, like, little clips or something like that about, yeah. like, whatever happened, what you liked, didn't like, and then maybe and throw something together. I'll do that with all the guys there, too, because I especially, I'm... I'm you going to be comfortable going up and talking to strangers? yes uh i'm especially um i I can't wait to train with big dan manasu uh so uh the jiu-jitsu giant you know i'm talking about no on wno big huge guy that was like one of the main training partners at new wave okay but like a blue belt that's incredible at mm-hmm. leg lock entries and, and like 
he's bigger. He's like 250, 60 pounds and mm-hmm. like uh, agile and like inverts and all that stuff. It's a lot like my game, but, um, <laughs> but uh, I'm, I'm interested to talk to him and, and train with him. I think he's a really, uh, it's been interesting to watch his evolution over the last couple years mm-hmm. that he's been training. So we'll see. Where are you watching that? Huh? Where are you watching that? Uh, all his trials. Well, all his stuff. Like the WNO, um, oh, okay. his, his trials matches. Like he, I've, I've been following for about, it's about two years. What happened to the Daisy Fresh guys? Uh, they did They did pretty well, I think. Um, like, why he, didn't Wiltsy compete anywhere? I didn't see his name once. Dude, I don't know what's going on with Wiltsy. Did he I, have a, did he have like a mental health thing? I think thing? so. Because he was, I remember seeing some stuff about that not like a while back where he said he felt like I had a bunch of clarity of some sort. Yeah. Um, and then I feel like I'd never seen anything again. And I, he was like one of the best in the world. Yeah. Like I don't right know. as that happened. And he had a bunch of instructionals and said he was going to like redo. Yeah. I'm just remembering some of the stuff. Yeah. Now. I don't, but he I don't, crossed my mind. Yeah. I don't, he hasn't been competing. And I think, well, he had a pretty severe back injury. Oh, I didn't know that, that he was dealing with. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I don't, I don't know what's going on with him. Okay. I really don't. But I do think he had some mental health things where he was he was struggling a bit. Okay. Um, uh, but I like that guy. I I, uh, I, I, was, I think he's incredible. While I was watching ADCC, I was kind of like surprised because um, I didn't look into too much beforehand that I didn't see his name anywhere. Mm-hmm. So um, mm-hmm. I think Couch won that ADCC Open. The does that just mean like a bracket? It's a bracket tournament before. Okay. Yeah. I, I just kept seeing open. Everybody's winning opens and that. Yeah. I, wasn't sure it, yeah. I, I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm not sure what okay. the deal is with that. That's but. good. I like that guy too. He's yes. cool. He, he was, uh, I, when I was watching that, um, documentary thing, Hillbilly, had, uh, Daisy fresh. Yeah. yeah. That was, I liked him. Oh was man. Funny. I was crying. I was just, you know, crying like a baby on that one, man. That was really good. Um, so, Philly, tell the folks, if they wish to do so, how they can support us. Um, donate to Jeff's traveling GoFundMe. Uh, <laughs> I don't like that. <laughs> I'm good. Uh, share the podcast. And I think we have rash cards. We got a bunch of rash cards. I think Venmo take a bunch of rash cards with me. Okay. Maybe use that as bait. Are they here? Yeah. They're here, right? Yeah. yeah, they're, in the, yeah they're in the podcast room. Yeah. So. Yeah, whatever you can do on your phone, I think. Little clips. Maybe throw them all together. It's a great idea. Later. That way nobody feels like you don't have to do the whole thing. You just have like quick stuff and go through and maybe your questions that you always do. Yes. But maybe of change them up as you see fit for like what's going on down there. Okay. Yeah, that's what I'll do. That's what I'll do. And then make sure you don't intimidate people by knowing that there's dozens of listeners. <laughs> that's true. They might be not all at once. Worried but about over, all of our over audience. the years. And dozens listen, we of appreciate you, audience. The, uh, we do really episode. appreciate you. Um but if you're not out there doing something to make yourself better each and every day, get out there and do it. Phil and I choose jujitsu. We hope you do too. I'm about to feed them to the sharks right now. Get them hype right now. Yeah. You know the ground is up. Yeah. Everybody that trains, you know the game, yeah, so let's get it, uh, slap it up, bump it and roll, hey. yeah that's the way that it go, right. ain't no better way to better yourself in this game, you're feeling the growth, that's, that's time on the mat, we put in the work, believe it ain't easy I know. You know, but we train for the love of the game, the love of the art, now slap it up, bump it, let's roll. Let's roll.